0: Entertainment.
1: Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you at the NovaCare Complex. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy New Year in advance. Got a lot to get to in this podcast. Big weekend for Philadelphia, of course. The Eagles with a chance to, well clinch a playoff spot, believe it or not, they they can do it, right? They have an opportunity in this weekend to, it's unbelievable to even talk about this, clinch a playoff spot. And here's how it can be done. Of course, the Eagles only focused on beating the Washington football team, but the facts are that an Eagles win over Washington and a Vikings loss at Lambeau Field to the Packers and a Saints loss to the Carolina Panthers gets them in. Or the 49ers need to win or tie at home against the Houston Texans, that should happen. Anyway, look, all we know is the Eagles win and they're in, this week and next week. And they play the Washington football team, losers of three straight games, a six and nine record, coming off a very tough loss to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. All of that pretty much means nothing The Eagles have talked all week about how they expect to get the very best from Washington at FedEx Field. We know it'll be a tough game. It's really hard to beat a team twice in 12 days. We also know this, Eagles fans, you will be at FedEx Field. You will be loud. You will be proud. And you'll turn that environment into a home game feel for the Eagles. And that is very, very important. In this Eagles Insider Podcast... We've got a lot to get to here. I had a chance to talk to Ray Didinger, Pro Football Hall of Famer, about John Madden, a 21st round draft pick by the Eagles in 1958. He spent just one training camp with the Eagles, but it was a pivotal one as it launched the career of an icon. John Madden passing away this week. Certainly those who are old enough to remember him as one of the great head coaches in NFL history, one of the great broadcasters in NFL history, morphed into this legendary status as Madden Football, the video game that certainly has been, what, I think I saw 100 million units sold over the course of time, remarkable. Uh, Just a, a legend who had an impact, a great impact on the game of football in the NFL, and it all started in Philadelphia. We'll hear that in just a bit with Ray. And then Rodney McLeod, Eagles safety, a year ago tore up his knee against the New Orleans Saints, had surgery on December 29th. We spoke on December 29th. One year after having that knee knee surgery, Rodney McLeod back on the field, made a huge play on Sunday against the Giants and is really excited about what the eagles have done to turn this season around we begin this eagles insider podcast presented by lincoln financial group with an exclusive interview with the quarterback jalen hurts last two games doing it from the pocket beat up on washington defeated the giants what progress he has made in year number two let's do it one-on-one with quarterback jalen hurts jalen thanks so much for joining me um I know you're just off the practice field. It's interesting. Football, everybody just watches the game on the field. They, they're they not quite sure what's happening behind the scenes. But you have to have part with this. How how do you feel about the chemistry on this football team, and how have you seen it develop through the course of the season?
0: Well, I think um, there's been a lot of work put in together as a football team, um, not only now, not only during the season, but in the offseason, preparing for for what was to come. And there's been a lot of time spent with the coaches, a lot of a lot of conversations had with the coaches to build this team to what it can be, and um, I think that's that's an testament to the the dedication and um, the the want to of this football team and the individual players we have on this football team. So I, I, I think it's it's come a long way, and you know we we're, we're still striving for more.
1: So it doesn't just come, uh, it doesn't happen with every team you've ever been on, right? Like, it's an organic thing, right? Like, does chemistry happen just as a normal flow of, of day-to-day, everybody being together?
0: I think the more individuals you have on a football team that have like-minded interests, um, that induces success, that induces pride in what you do, that induces a different passion for what you're doing. And um I think this football team has produced that day by day throughout the year. We've preached the same thing and in buying into our process and, and getting better every day. Um and everybody's tried to label us in terms of what identity is this football team. Um but that that really didn't matter nor did did we care. <laughs> you know, it was about um it's always been about just getting better every day. And Day by day, as a group, we bought into that. Um, day by day, as, as a group, we grew to be upon the same page, and um, we're still striving for that. We're still striving for that more of that every day. Nothing changes.
1: Jalen, how, how have you seen your role in the locker room? Has it changed through the course of the year? Um, I definitely, I definitely
0: don't think um it's directly changed. I think for me, I've always been one to. Try to uphold the standard I set for myself as a player and as a leader um, to go out there and play at a high level and also be the best leader I can be, setting the right example and um, and doing those things. And, um, you know, I think the, the, the number one thing as a quarterback and as a leader is you don't want to ever not practice what you preach. You know what I mean? You want to go out there, set the right example um, and do the things you need to do because I'm never going to tell someone to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do. So... Um, just, Jaylen, just being, being the right type of re- leader, um, is important to me.
1: Jaylen, all, all year you've been asked about the offense and you, from day one, you've said it's getting closer. It's getting closer. And it's an evolving process. How much progress do you, like, have you kind of, can you step back and and quantify how much progress you've seen in, in the course of 15 games?
0: Um, I think, I, I think the, 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 easiest way for me to answer that question is, um, we, we, No no one's seen our best yet. Um, No one's seen our best yet. And I think we've come a long way as a football team. Um, Given the youth, given the inexperience, given all of these different things we've overcome, um, I still think we've yet to play our best game. um, And and the world has yet to see the Eagles best yet.
1: I love that. I love that. A couple of the players on the offense, and I wonder if you can kind of give me some insight on why why they're so successful, what makes them tick. Devontae Smith is a rookie, but he seems like he's been around forever. Why do you think he's had success so early in his career?
0: Well, I think the maturity level and how he handles his business, how he goes about being a professional and taking this so very seriously, um, I think that makes him the player he is. And I think the things that he's come from and experienced and been through um, being from a little town in Amy, Louisiana and going to Alabama, um, being a star there and, and yet staying and remaining hungry through it all. Um, I mean, that, that, that's Devontae Smith. That's, that's him. He's, he's a hungry guy. I mean, he's a professional. He takes care of his business and, um, he's going to give you everything he has and he's going to put the work
1: in. And two of your draft mates. Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. How have you kind of seen them develop their skills in these two seasons?
0: Same with those guys. Um, You know, the work we put in in the offseason, being in Dallas or um, Atlanta or um, Alabama, wherever we were, um, putting the time in and communicating, being on the same page. um, I think that's, I think that's that's beneficial for all of us, but for them as well. And and to see them go out there and make plays and take advantage of opportunities.
1: The offensive line has been so good, so good all season. And that's not the case with every team. I wonder how appreciative you are of that, that you have an offensive line like that. And and how important that's been to your development.
0: I I think it's crucial. I think it's crucial. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and... (laughs) You, you have so many great, great leaders up front um, with such amount of experience um, that's so valuable for all of us. Um, Kelsey and everything that he knows, everything that he's seen, everything he's been through um, is all valuable to all of us as a, as a football team, let alone individual players. Um, and how willing he is to help those around him. Um, I think that's so special. Um, and I admire that of him um and, and lane. Um being the player he is, the technician he is, the the mastermind, um, as he calls it. Um he he's he's one of the greatest to do it. And then he has a freak of nature and enjoy mulatto that is watching his every move, um, learning from everybody, um, soaking everything in as if he was a sponge and just soaking it all in. Um and, and I just think overall up front, everybody's able to um, step in when called upon. Um, and a lot of that credit goes to the hard work that they put in. But um, give credit to the, to the job Coach Stout does as well.
1: Jalen, you're here in the second season. You've seen a lot in the league already. Uh, I wonder, is the NFL everything you dreamed it would be? I mean, did you dream about playing at this level? And, and if so, has it reached your expectations?
0: Yeah, I don't know if I have expectations. Um, no expectations. Just kind of, you know, go learn the lay of the land, do what you need to do, um, and and stand firm on your values um, and, and the things you believe. And I've always believed in working hard and putting my best foot forward, and being a man of integrity and and treat people respectfully and all of that. So, um, just kind of st- stand on those things.
1: It's, it's Washington again for the second time in 12 twelve days. What do you expect from them on Sunday?
0: I expect them to come out hungry and ready to go. Um, any division game is, is, a, is a big game, and this is the most important game for us because it's the next one. So um, we got to make sure we're, we're, we're kind of getting good with our prep. I'm getting ready to go out there and play against a good football team.
1: Now before that, Jalen, kind of away from the NFL, uh, we've got college football playoffs on Friday. Alabama, Cincinnati, Georgia, Michigan. Will you be watching? Like, will you have guys over to watch? Is it a is it a fun night for you to settle back and, and watch college football? And who do you expect to win?
0: Well, I definitely I definitely tune in and um I'm talking about Bryson for a bit because I have so much respect for him. Um and I and I admire the player he is, the poise he plays with. Um and, he's like a sponge, you know, he's he's soaked in every little thing, um, you know, from his year not playing and um, even a guy like me from before being that guy at Alabama and being able to look at others and learn from their experiences. And I see that in him and I see the passion in him. I see uh, the drive in him and I see the the humility in him. Um, And I, I love him as a player. I love him as a as a guy, I haven't really, haven't ever spoke to him, but um, I'm, I'm a fan of him. Are you gonna, a, <laughs> you
1: gonna give me a? You gonna give me? You like Alabama in this game, right?
0: Yeah, I like them for the oh. whole
1: thing. <laughs> hey, Jalen, I appreciate your time very much. Thanks so much. Good luck on Sunday against Washington. No problem. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jalen, for your time. Now let's go to the defensive side of the ball. With Rodney McLeod, Eagles veteran, he joined the team in 2014 as a free agent and has been a mainstay in the secondary ever since. Has, certainly has had some injury concerns, injury challenges to overcome. He has done so with great diligence, hard work, dedication, focus. And uh, don't look now, but he's on the football field rounding back, he says, into tip-top form. Another exclusive one-on-one with Eagles safety, Rodney McLeod. Rodney, good to talk to you. And um, I first want to start with, with the idea you've, you've been through the highs and the lows of the game when your team's having a good season, when it's not going so well. What's it feel like for you personally to be back in the thick of things?
2: Man, it's a great feeling uh, to be able to put ourselves back in this position uh, and, and you know allow uh, our goals that we set out in the beginning of the year to actually become a reality. So, uh, you know, it's it's been uh you know the way that we've prepared it's been our level of focus it's been our execution on Sundays uh and then ultimately us just staying together uh through it all and you know within every season you're going to have your ups and downs no season goes perfect and you know we've just weathered through the storm man and we continue to believe and it's allowed us to be in this position today to go down to Washington uh Another meaningful game for us.
1: It is pretty remarkable. You'd think that like every team would have that same kind of resolve. It doesn't always work that way in the NFL, does it? Takes kind of a, a special locker room, a special chemistry.
2: It does, and it it takes a lot. Uh, it, it starts, you know, with with the leaders, uh, our coaches. Uh, you know, Coach Sirianni has done a good job with his messaging and um, you know allowing us or having that belief system in us and in the team, continue to coach us, uh, talking about getting 1% better, uh, not only as individuals but as a team, uh, really focusing on the football IQ. He's been consistent with that from game one all the way up to this point, and it's paid dividend, and and like I said, it's uh, gotten us here uh, back above 500. And going into another division game, Uh, it's going to take, you know, all of that, Uh, us just, you know, rallying behind one another, going down there with high energy, high intensity, uh, and playing hard and and coming out with the win.
1: Rodney, why do you think the defense in particular has gotten better? Can you kind of trace the progress made um, throughout the course of the season?
2: I I think a a lot of it just has to do with – us as players having a great deal of understanding of the scheme and coach uh, JG understanding us as players uh, a lot better at this point in time and what works for us, you know, uh, it's, you know, this game, uh, you know, within the season, we're all still trying to get familiar with one another uh, as this is our first time uh, playing around each other and really building this relationship and, And now you see it just blossoming into what it is now. And uh, we're hitting our shots at the right right time. And the guys who we depend on the most are stepping up uh, and and playing at a high level. Uh, And so, you know, you've seen that from week to week. You know, you are throwing out Slay in in the Denver game. He makes a huge play for us. Uh, You know, a guy like T.J. Edwards shows up in the New Orleans game uh fletch has a, a huge game last week and uh versus uh, washington before so guys that we really depend on and are are stepping up and, and helping us out and contributing
1: now hold on there mr modest let's go to the giants game rodney <laughs> McLeod stepped up made the big play uh let, let's be let's be honest here let's be real that was a huge play and that must have felt so darn good to you rodney to to get your hands in the ball, to bring in the football, to have an interception, and to help turn that game around.
2: Yeah, it was a huge play for for our team. Uh, coming out of half, uh, we needed a, a spark, and I was there to you know capitalize on the opportunity. Uh, you know, it started first, you know, the call of a, a JG, and then it was executed, uh, you know, perfectly, man, by you know the guys up front, particularly Avery, for affecting the throw, and you know, I was there to. Um, you know, complete that play and put our offense in position to to score which they did and, and we just built off of that uh, and you know later on in the game had a assist on on another uh touchdown by Alex singleton so the, sh- the defense is showing up big man you know we, we keep stressing turnovers and how much uh, that uh, will ultimately help your outcome uh in the game and so turnovers and eliminated explosives is is our focus so uh, we're going to need a, a couple more turnovers this week as we go down the road to get another win
1: we'll talk about washington in just a moment but for you rodney i mean i wonder it, at the moment i'm sure you didn't get emotional about it but it's been almost a calendar year from the time of your injury to that interception did you reflect on it that night or the day after and and get, find yourself getting emotional about things
2: yeah, I, I really I uh, reflected on a lot, uh, and it makes a year today actually since uh, I had surgery, and it's so I've gone through a lot, man, to get myself back to this point. And you know, we are, uh, play this game. I'm, I'm a competitor, and you want to see yourself, you know, making plays or impactful plays for your team. And now I haven't done that as much as I would like, you know, this year. And so, you know over the course of these past few weeks, I've seen myself. Uh, look similar to what I did last year. And, you know, that's encouraging for me. And it's, you know, great for our team, obviously. Um, me just being able to contribute uh, down down the stretch uh, as we, you know, try to clinch a playoff spot. So, man, um, it's a blessing. Uh, I was just extremely thankful. My mom asked me what's the first thing I said when I got the interception. I was like, man, thank God, like, finally. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> It just feels like the world is just lifted off your shoulders, uh, and it, it felt good to secure the first one of the season. Um, confidently saying it won't be the last. Looking forward to, you know, getting another one this week. But uh, yeah, uh, it felt good.
1: How has this twelve months been for you? Coming back from the injury and new coaching staff, and I, I mean, I, I'm ge- I'm going to put words in your mouth you tell me if I'm wrong, but. Maybe a a, a a seed of what's going to happen next to me thoughts in your brain during these twelve months.
0: Um,
2: man, honestly, it's it's a it's a grind uh, getting back you know, to this point. Uh, that's what it was. It was uh, emotional one. There's highs and lows, just like we spoke about uh, throughout the season, and you're going to experience that as, as on your road to recovery. There's going to be some moments where you know, like you're very high on yourself and then there's other times where you're down and you might even you know lose your your confidence so it teaches you mental toughness mental stability uh is is huge as you go through this journey uh particularly for the ACL um and you know as I look through the season man I you know I feel like I've gotten better week to week um you know coming back at at 9 months is Is impressive, and you know it's it's like unheard of, you know, nowadays, you know, to come back at that time and get back into me like playing meaningful regular season games, and so I was proud of myself, you know, for that, and now starting to feel like myself, uh, it's good and it's at the right time, and you know, so I'm just trying to build off uh, last week and finish out these these next two the right way.
1: Rodney, you expect a different Washington offense with Heineke at the quarterback position, uh, you know, with more of a whole personnel group from, from Washington on Sunday?
2: Just looking at them on tape, uh, I think, you know, they will, they will do similar, they'll run similar plays that they ran against us, um, you know, the first time around two weeks ago. But uh, I think it'll, with Heineke behind there, it's, it's run a lot more efficient. Uh, I, I guess you would say so. Uh, I think we'll get similar plays, but with him, with Heineke behind center, uh, I think it gives that entire offense a lot more confidence. And obviously, he's he's a proven quarterback in this league. Has made plays, and uh, I expect their best uh, come Sunday, regardless of what's happened last week or even when we played them the first time around. So uh, we're we're going to have to play our best ball come Sunday.
1: Rodney, good luck on Sunday. Thanks so much for your time. And like you said, finish strong. Let's get to the postseason.
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate you.
1: We conclude this Eagles Insider podcast with a a really special look at one of the greats to ever roam the NFL landscape. John Madden passed away this past week here at the age of 85 and was remembered throughout the league and throughout anybody who loves football for all the things he brought to the game a great broadcaster, great coach, the video game, etc. He was a player at one point, went to Cal Poly, was a 21st round draft pick by the Eagles in 1958. Spent just one training camp with the team, but that was enough to create a unique relationship. Eagles Hall of Famer Ray Dinger talks about that. The launching point for John Madden to becoming an American football icon. Ray, John Madden was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. His time in the NFL began with the Eagles. It didn't last long. There's very little to find that that I can research to find out what John Madden said about his time as an Eagle. I know you guys were close and spent time talking about it. Give me the story of John Madden as a Philadelphia Eagle, please. (laughs) Please.
3: <laughs> well, it's pretty brief. Uh you know, John was a twenty first round draft pick, so not exactly a high profile guy. Um and hurt his knee very early in training camp. And um where the whirlpool was uh at the training camp in Hershey was right next to the room where guys used to watch film. And uh, the quarterback, Norm Van Brocklin, was always in there studying film. And and John Madden was always right nearby either taking a whirlpool or getting treatment, and so he began sitting in with Van Brocklin and watching film with Van Brocklin, and uh, Van Brocklin took a liking to him, Uh, even though he was this sort of uh, fringy 21st round draft pick, low profile guy, uh, he was obviously a guy that had a great curiosity uh, about football, and he wanted to learn more, and Van Brocklin kind of took him under his wing, and they would watch film together, and uh, Van Brocklin would point things out, and John Madden told me that he learned more about football in that one summer uh, watching film with Norm Van Brocklin that he ever knew, knew before. And he knew he wasn't going to be an NFL player. At that time, at that time he already realized that that wasn't going to happen. But studying with Van Brocklin and really learning more about the game, he began thinking about possibly being a coach. And uh, it turned out that even though he, didn't, he never got on the field with the Eagles, that summer he spent in the Eagles training camp really kind of shaped the rest of his life. Did you
1: ever find out why Van Brocklin liked Madden? Like, why did they strike up a
3: relationship? Um, Well, both from the West Coast, maybe. Maybe that was part of it. But I think, and and the way John sort of characterized it was that Van Brocklin, even though he he could certainly be a prickly character, I mean, everybody knew that, Uh, he liked guys who liked football. He liked guys who liked the X's and O's. He liked guys that talked the game. Um, And... Madden sure, could, Madden sure could talk the game, and even though he was a young guy, he just had this tremendous curiosity that he wanted to learn more, he wanted to learn more, he wanted to learn more, and uh, Van Brocklin admired that, and, uh, and worked with him and showed him a lot of things, and you know, all, every time I ever talked to Madden, he always talked about his time in Philadelphia, and he always talked about those t- that time he spent with Van Brocklin as being tremendously influential. In uh, in his decision to become a coach and becoming a really good coach, because there were there are very few people. Everybody in football knows this. There are very few people that knew the game better than Van Brocklin did, uh, and he imparted all of that uh, into John Madden in that one summer up at Hershey, and it really uh, it carried John a long way. It it helped
1: create Ray an NFL and an American icon, right?
3: Oh, no question. Yeah, I mean, Madden certainly achieved that status. Uh, And you look at his coaching career, um, I mean, his career winning percentage is second only to Lombardi. Uh, uh, And he was, you know, became a head coach at 32, which is pretty remarkable in itself. Uh, And that Raiders team that he coached for a decade, I mean, they were in the playoffs and in championship games pretty much every year. And while everybody, you know, people generally kind of always credit it to Al Davis. Oh, this is Al's team. You know, Al Davis runs the show. Well, not really. I mean, on Sunday, John Madden ran the show. And if you talk to the guys on that team, you know, the guys like Stabler and Piano and Boletnikoff and people like that, I mean, they'll tell you that Madden was a brilliant football guy. I mean, he really, really was an excellent, an excellent football man and a very, very fine coach. And the players that played for him really loved him. I mean, they... They really liked him. He was, uh, you know, he was um, he was a guy that just had a, a, a wonderful everyman kind of quality that he that uh, really served him well in television. Even though he was as smart as he was and um, very erudite in many ways, he just kind of had this everyman kind of presence about him that that really, uh, that really made him very very successful in television. That
1: will do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. Thanks, everyone, for joining for this episode. And for every episode, we're looking forward to a huge 2022 We'll have another podcast, our instant reaction podcast, on Sunday following the Eagles-Washington football team game at FedEx Field. Make sure you're with us on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, as well as our official app and our social media channels. Our coverage of this game starts at twelve ten p.m., the kickoff show presented by Exalta. Make sure you're with us, the Eagles 8 and 7, in control of what happens next in this remarkable 2021 season i'm eagles insider dave spadaro thanks for joining everyone thanks to ray doyle thanks to peter kelly julie mclaughlin for their work on the podcast and thanks to all of you for making us so viable and making this podcast uh just uh growing it just grows and grows and grows and we appreciate all the feedback that you give us if you have a moment to give us a review and we love the five stars please do so there's a link in the details section of your podcast library thanks everyone. Have yourselves a happy new year. Have a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go birds!
3: E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!